Welcome to the Learning to Flourish podcast. We're your hosts, Kelsey Donnell and Laura Jean Tremblay. This is a place to stop waiting and to learn to flourish exactly where we are, right in the in-between. Join us each week as we discuss topics that pertain to daily life and how we can flourish in the here and now. Welcome back, friends. We're Hi, back. everybody. Your favorite duo is back. Hey. <laughs> and we are back with week two of Advent. Um, we are talking about the ruthless elimination of hurry. If you haven't started the book yet, it's not too late. Definitely not too late. It's a good one. Um, and if you're just following along, jump right in. We're just going to yeah. be talking about the life-changing topics of this book. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're both learning plenty, folks. Yeah. So what oh. did you think about this second? Oh, no. We're starting with our Godwinks. Before we jump into the book, Kelsey, what's your Godwink? Um, my Godwink. I wrote it down. Oh, do you want me to read it word for word? This mm-hmm. is totally, totally in the voice of me. My Godwink. <laughs> Homeboy made me very aware of my hurrying this week and basically bopped me on the head every time. Wow. God, so <laughs> Poetry. In, in normal people words, uh, Jesus made me very aware of how much I hurry. And every time um, it was just like, ooh, yeah, Kels, slow her down. Take a minute. What are we really rushing for? So that was good. That was very necessary. Very necessary. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it can be a hard thing, like a hard lesson, but at the same time, it's like, Ooh, that's what I needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's so many times where it's just like, it's like when you like get over angry about something Mm. and then just like, well that's embarrassing like if somebody would have seen that overreaction that sure would have made me look like a weirdo so yeah I've been very aware I've had a lot of god winks of awareness that's good (laughs) it's been it's been fun (laughs) what's yours Laura Jean um I got very fired up this week about a very particular topic, and that is the crisis, the crisis of pre-Cana in our church today. Mm. And in the process of me getting fired up about it, I shared about it. She did, and it was fire. On my social media. And... I mean, first of all, the like the practice of just like writing out my thoughts or even just like saying out my thoughts instead of keeping the bottled in was like really good. Yeah. Really healthy for me to get it out. Um, but also it just reminded me of my mission, and that is of fighting that battle, fighting that battle of preparation for marriage. And because that's where I've dedicated my time and my life to. And sometimes you just go through life and you're not really super aware of your why anymore, or you're just kind of coasting, or you're just kind of going through the motions. 
and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so this right. was like a great like reminder that not only of like a reminder of my mission, but a reminder of how needed it is because it is so very needed. There is a crisis going on and I'm not perfect. I don't have a perfect solution. I don't have a total solution, but I do believe that what I am doing is important. And I do believe that because it's what I'm being called to do. So who am I to stand in the way of that and to say, sorry, I'm too busy or (laughs) got to put it on the back burner or something like that because it's, it's what I really truly believe I'm being called to do. So that was just a good reminder for myself to keep going. That's the best. That's the best. And again, for those of you, if you're listening and you're engaged, you should be taking Laura Jean's courses because I took it and I found it very beneficial. Ethan and I were also very blessed. Like the priest that we did all of our prep work with is amazing. Um, but I also understand that a lot of people don't have that. And adding uh, Laura Jean's courses sure did help. Oh, I'm glad to hear you say that. And I I feel for those people, like I can't tell you how many people, you know, either commented or, or responded to me in a message after hearing my rant yeah. and just being like, I, that was me. I ha- we had a bad um a, a bad experience in pre-cana or, you know, this, that, and the other. And I just, I feel for them because mm-hmm. they deserve more. They right. You're preparing for, more. yeah, you're preparing for a huge, huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like you deserve the best education. Yeah. 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 Love it. I love it. I thoroughly enjoyed your stories that day. So I'm glad. I don't know how many people actually listened to all of them because they were like all a minute long, but I, yeah. I do it all the time. It doesn't matter. You're if right. And listen, I listen to your stories out. all the way through. What? I said, I listen to your stories all the way through. And let me tell you, I love when you're just like, could we talk about this? And then you just stare at the camera and like, you don't actually say anything. I think it's the best. I'm like, yes, Kelsey, tell me. And then I'm rapt attention. I'm just like, Kelsey, what do you have to tell me about this? <laughs> Did you watch my story today when I poured half of my tub of yes. into my cup? <laughs> yeah, I did. It was a brand new tub, and I think I used a solid quarter of it in my green drink today. It's fine. Good. <laughs> It's fine. I just got lots of vegetables in, but don't worry, everybody. I counteracted it with some nuggets on the way home today. It's called balance. <laughs> Life is about balance. Okay. Before we get off topic okay, too let's much. Let's get to the book. Let's get to the book. What did you think the about book. this second section? Um, a lot more uplifting than the first part. Um, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, and you guys, I really enjoyed the first part. I like, I, sometimes I need scolded. I was raised with tough coaches, so I enjoy a tough book. Like, I, I really like that, but this was a little bit more uplifting. Um, I really enjoyed how much 
we were reminded that we're human and that we're not God. And that we were made to image him, but with limitations. Because I often need to be reminded that I have limitations. So. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That is deep. I, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and just be brutally honest. I really yeah. struggle with my own limitations. Oh, for sure. I, Same. I hate that I have them. I, I hate that they're a thing. And so in a way, it was really good to hear that of like, okay, no, like calm down. Everyone has these. Like you're not alone. Yeah. But also I'm like, can we just not have them? I don't want them. Is that an option? Yeah. And are you like me and you're like, <clears throat> you'll tell other people that like it's okay to have limitations and it's okay to not be able to do it. So whatever you can't do, let me do for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there is yeah. a time and a place for those. Like there's a time and a place to take things off of people's plates. But there is also a time and a place to know our own limitations. Yeah. Like I'll be drowning and be like, help me. Oh, wait, you need help. Oh, don't worry. I'll be let there me help in five you. minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What were, tell me what you thought. What was your initial thought of this session, this second part? What? Yeah. Well, I think initially that his idea is just very simple. And I think okay. that is really, um, it feels good to know that it's simple because we could read the first part and be like, oh my gosh, we have such a problem and how are we yeah. ever going to get out of it, right? Yeah. But the prob the solution that he presents, in all honesty, is very simple. Doesn't mean it's easy, okay? That's not, we're yeah. not equating simple and easy, but it's simple as in there aren't going to be like... 10,000 different moving parts you have to juggle and there's not going to be like a new software you have to learn or like yes. you have like two week training period like you do for a new job like it's it's not complicated it's simple yeah. but yet what it requires from you is all encompassing like it will take everything yeah from you and th and that's like a good thing because don't we want all of us to be like all every part of us to be sanctified don't we want every part of us to be purified yeah right um yeah. but yeah that it's simple and that at the core I mean okay there's two parts to it because there's the one part about like following Christ's lifestyle like that is that's a very big part of it but the other part that's intertwined in that and that I found really helpful is that it's it's almost as simple as like being present. Like bring it back to the present moment. Yeah. Let's not live in the past or live with constant thought of the future. Let's be yeah. in the present. Yeah, I think I I feel like you wrapped up so many things and points that I have 
for you know for this episode and it it all really does truly come down to being present in the moment because there's a lot of life that happens when you're rushing to things <clears throat> and there's a and whether that thing is a meeting or whether that thing is the next step in your relationship like you miss so much mm-hmm. so yeah i think being present is a huge huge part of this part of the book yeah yeah, yeah presence and lifestyle i think are the two main things i would like take from this this part and be like mm, i'll gnaw on those for a long time <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I mean, I really, really, um, I have so many quotes from this, this section, I will say, (laughs) but, um, gosh, I just, I have to find the one because I relate to it so hard. Like, (laughs) I think it said something like, like, Oh, yeah. This is the quote. It says, do you ever catch yourself with the sneaking suspicion that you'll wake up on your deathbed with this nagging sense that somehow in all the hurry and busyness and frantic activity, you miss the most important things? Like, I will. Like, the thoughts that keep me up at night are literally, if I died tomorrow, could I say I really lived the mission I was called to? Like, could I say I gave it my all? That's, yeah. That I left nothing on the table. Yeah. Right? And it's not exactly the same thing, but it's it, it's partly the same thing. It's the same route, I think, that we are only given a finite amount of time, right? And it's how we spend that time, whether we're – wasting it on frivolous activity or inactivity, entertainment, etc. Or we're doing, you know, we're spending it with people. Or we are, you know, spending it to better ourselves or to better the world or someone else. That's yeah. a very simplification of it, but yeah. Yeah, that <clears throat> That is not a part that I highlighted. And so I hadn't given it a ton of thought. And now my brain is just like, oh, you probably should have stood on that one for more than 30 seconds. (laughs) Just me rushing through the book. You know, this is why both of us, you know, it's good that there's two of us because we can each bring something that I'm sure the other missed. You know, it's great. Yeah. And (laughs) lucky for you guys. Our brains are on very different levels. So you get a lot of different, uh, I don't know what word I'm looking for, a lot of different views on this book. That's true. <laughs> so you do. <laughs> so um, my sincere apologies if it takes me a minute to respond sometimes because my brain is going a million miles a minute. Um, You also worked a whole day of work today, so. I did. We're going to be patient with ourselves. We're going to be in this present moment together. Um, Yeah, I just... God, it goes back to the first thing you said, though. I And I think I'm going to refer back to that so much. It's just being present in the moment. Because 
when I look back on things, it's just like, shoot, I was halfway present, but I was busy doing this. Like, why didn't I put that down? Why didn't I put that away? Why, you know? And I just, I mean, shoot, just like this whole week is gone. I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to be pretty darn aware of that now. At least while it's fresh in my brain. Have you ever had the experience where you are just going about your day and then all of a sudden you remember <clears throat> something from a conversation or like a tidbit of something pops into your head and like, how did I miss that? All the time. All the time. Or like you are in the same conversation, but you've spaced out and all of a sudden you're picking up on something that person said five minutes ago and you're like, wait yeah. a second. Wait, can we back up? Circle back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Literally me every day. Because it takes me a minute to process. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's fine. so much in our heads. So much. There's so, so much vying for our attention. Yes. And again, it's, it's all going to go back. You just summed it up so perfectly at the beginning with being present <laughs> in the moment. And I think they talked it's the about bus, this. Kelsey. It's not me. <laughs> but I know, but you said it. Okay. And that's where my brain is right now. It's in the, is it in the intermission or is it in the third part? It's when they're like, imagine you're talking to Jesus and he's like texting somebody. Oh yeah. You know, and it's like when you're like half in a conversation because you're reading the text message on your phone and it's just like you're not fully present. So you're not fully there and mm -hmm. fully being there for that person. And I just like that's where my head goes. And it literally said like he would never. Right. And and one of the one that really got me was like it said something like, oh, Jesus, can you heal me? And he was like. Oh, who are you? Oh, no, sorry. What? I, I'm going. So I'm going to leave you with my friend Thaddeus here. No one's ever heard yes. of him. But he can pray for you. Bye. Got to catch Bye. my plane. That, that's what it was. Got to catch a flight. Oh, my gosh. That I think, gosh, it was like the whole beginning where it was just like thing after thing after thing of like, imagine Jesus doing this. And it's like, oh, my gosh, he would never because that would be so rude. And here we are doing these and things. we are. Doing it all the time. How many times am I? You, Laura just put her hands up. You go. Okay, okay. I put my hands up because I had a breakthrough idea. Okay? okay. And this idea, it's not talked about in the book. The book is talking about how we can overcome hurry in our own lives. Okay? But let's put our heads together really quick and come up with something that we can kind of demand the attention of other people, right? So like we're having a conversation, I'm texting yeah. and you're going to be like, hold up, I deserve more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What are we going to say? What are these things that we're going to say so that, you know, make them stop and be like, wait a second, you're right. Like, because I think a lot of times we just, we don't, we don't, we're in so much in our own heads. We don't yeah. even realize how we affect other people. Yes. How Honestly, our some attention somewhere else is is depriving that person and could be hurting them. Not could be. Is 100% hurting them. Is. 
I, I feel like I deal with this a lot. People are always on their phone when they're in my chair. Right. And I can be like in the middle of a conversation. And then I, I sometimes I just want to be like, it's fine. I can wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Passive aggressive much, but I love it. It's fine. I didn't really enjoy the story either. It's fine. I don't know. What would you say? I have a pet unicorn. <laughs> I don't know. I would say something to like get their attention. Off of the wall. <laughs> Lardine will be like in the middle of a serious conversation and she'll be like, yeah, and I was at mass and he was talking about this and I have his pet unicorn. And then he... In- <laughs> I don't think I could actually have the confidence to do that. Like, I think I would just bust out laughing. Like, I wouldn't be able to play it cool. Oh, you know? I could. I could. I know you could. <laughs> you should try I it. feel like I could just, like, breeze through a conversation and just start telling a completely different story without missing a beat. I'm going to do it. You should I'll report that next week. Okay. See how it goes. I think I'm going to take a little bit more of a direct approach. (laughs) What's your direct approach going to be? I don't know fully yet, but I think maybe, I don't know. Like, I don't want to make them feel bad, but I want to like command their attention like I I want them to see my my the person in front of them I want them to see my dignity and to give me the time of day what would make you stop I mean I I'm 99.9 percent sure that like if you and I were in a conversation you wouldn't be scrolling through your phone but let's say you were Mm -hmm. what would I have to say to get your attention besides me being passive aggressive and telling you that it's fine I can wait I think honestly, just pointing out it out and being honest, like, like say my name, like, Hey, Laura, put your phone down. I'm talking to you. Like, there you go. Direct. Then that's what you say. I love it. Okay. I have a story. I don't know if it's appropriate to tell in this moment, but there's no rules. Gonna go for it. There's no rules. So. I this is this is an important topic for me because I have been really hurt by people not giving me the attention that I deserve. Yeah. Okay, so I mentioned a couple weeks ago about my most embarrassing story having to do with the fact that I lost my voice and couldn't talk. Okay. So I had about 3 years of my life where I didn't have the ability to use my voice. Okay. It's like a long time. That's a long time. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. And during this time, at the very beginning, I was on strict, like, vocal rest, could not even attempt to speak for a long time. And so I would use the, um, you know, the self-checkout in the grocery store so I wouldn't have to be rude to the attendant who was, like, bagging my groceries. Like, hey, how's your day going? And I'm just like, smiling at them like a crazy person and it's also really hard to like explain to somebody because I don't even know sign language like mm. you know like I don't even I don't yeah anyway right it's a vulnerable time so I'm in the grocery store and I'm going through the self-checkout and there's you know how there's multiple 
people like multiple self checkouts next to each other. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So there's other people checking out with me. I don't really notice any of them, but we're I'm walking out the exit and someone is walking out the exit with me, but he's walking a lot faster. And so he passes me and he's holding a big bouquet of flowers. And it's this young man. And he is walking past me and he just like really needs to get something off his chest. So he turns back around and tries to start talking to me. And I'm just like, I can't talk back. Like literally motioning to him, like just pointing at my throat. Like I can't talk. And he's like, oh, you can't talk. Oh, that's okay. I just, I just really need to tell somebody I got these flowers for a girl and I'm going to go visit her at work. And I'm like really excited and all these things. And I was like, give him the thumbs up. I was like, okay, good. Go for it. And so I'm like, that's really cute. Right. And I'm just like, okay, going about my day. Then... (laughs) I go across the street from the grocery store into the mall and I'm in Barnes and Noble, right? So I'm just browsing. I'm looking at the books and here comes the guy walking down through the Barnes and Noble. Okay. So this girl worked at another store in the mall and he'd come through the Barnes and Noble entrance, right? And so he, he walks by and then, uh, He, like, recognized me. He, like, waved. And then he, like, keeps going, right? Then. Then, like, ten minutes later, I'm just browsing. I'm just browsing. He comes back. Head hanging low. He had the flowers in his hand still. And he found me. Like, it wasn't, like, a creepy thing. Like, it was, like, I was on one, just one of the side, uh, aisles and he was passing and he like recognized me and he came over and he was like I I know you can't really talk but like I just really need to get this off my chest I was like okay (laughs) he was was just like she wasn't working today and I don't know how else to get a hold of her and blah 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 and I was like I feel so bad um but like that was a moment where no either even though I couldn't participate in the conversation like I had I had no comforting words for him he still like saw me as a person and like wanted to share something with a person and so felt like I was an okay person to do that with right but so many people like so many people especially like my friends like in my friend group we'd get together and then because people like it wasn't a new thing like after a while it was like okay you still can't talk and so they would just like kind of go around and talk to everybody and just not even really acknowledge you know my presence or like me being there or even try to ask me how I'm doing right so it's like it matters your attention matters and so let's put our phones down people and talk to the people in front of us that's something I've been trying to do a much better job of is like putting my phone face down Mm. when I'm in a conversation with somebody, because I am going to glance at my phone. If it goes off, like it is, it triggers in my head. If I can see it, I'm going to look. So yeah. And you want to know what? Every time we look at our phone and new information is on the screen, that attention is being taken away. It takes two whole minutes to bring our attention back to the person in front of us. 
Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? I It makes sense. So like keep it in your pocket or like turn it face over or turn the notifications yeah. off or something. And silence your Apple Watch, folks. <laughs> I yeah. had, I was, that's something. I just simply stopped wearing it to work because I was like, in conversations with people and doing their hair and then I'd buzz. So I'd look mm. and then I'd read and then I'd put it away. And it's like, Kelsey, that's terribly rude. Mm. Like it's just cause it's your watch. Doesn't make it acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Ugh, I'm, I want to take it back to the limitations Yeah, because the whole first part of like pieces that I, highlighted are all very like Kelsey you're not God and you can't do God things um so I it, it says we're not God we're mortal not immortal mm-hmm. <laughs> say less and then it's image and dust we have potential and limitations mm-hmm. so I just think of I, I mean, limitations, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we know our limitations, chances are we're going to have less on our plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think it's in the intermission or again, maybe the part right before it, where it talks about like how it's healthy to be at 80%. So you have 20% to give, you know, but yes. we're all so busy being a hundred percent all the time. And it goes, and I'm, I'm so guilty of this is, and I've worked really hard on it the last week. I haven't, I don't think I've answered a single person with, I'm good, just busy. Because when I'm at a hundred percent all the time, that's all I can think about. Mm-hmm. But if I pull back to that healthy 80, 20, like I experience life a little bit more when I mm-hmm. know my limitations I'm more present to people because I'm not so stressed about getting to the next thing. And I just think that's such a beautiful place to get to. Um, Yeah. Instead of seeing them as an obstacle, seeing them as, oh, this is my, this is my protective boundary. Yeah. Like if I try to, to stress my limitations too much, I'm going to break. Yes. Yes. And it's just like, it goes on and it just talks about how we're human, like time and space, one place at a time. Like that's all we can do. One place at a time. One place at a time. And where you are, crazy concept, something I need to work on myself, where I am physically is where I should be mentally. Mm. I am so bad at like all right i'm here physically with this person but mentally i'm on the five other things that need to get done tonight Mm -hmm. mentally i'm thinking about all the things i have to do tomorrow mentally i'm thinking about what i'm missing out on Mm -hmm. and let me ask you something yeah do you think you could get quality work done with that that going on in your head or no or like could you be like have quality time with somebody with no. being somewhere else mentally no 
then is it even worth like doing the work? No. Or, or being with the person. Right. You know, like that's what, that's what my mind goes to of like, okay, if I'm so distracted, then why am I even trying? This is just futile. It's like. Right. It's all surface. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Where are the roots? Where are the, where's the depth? Yeah. And the person that you're with at that time deserves to have roots in that time. Yeah. You deserve to have roots in that time, even if you are busy. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because busyness doesn't mean all of our other needs are taken care of. Right. Oh, I think it's, um, I think it's Padre Pio, although I'm going to Google check myself because I really don't want to misquote this quote. Maybe it's St. Francis de Sales. Um Say something else while I find this. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, now I'm thinking about what you're going to say. Um, oh, Laura, Jean, you just threw me right under. <laughs> say something else she says. Do you Sorry. want me to, like, stay on topic? Okay, okay. It's 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 St. Okay. Francis de Sales. Sorry. I, I just okay, needed perfect. to. Thank God. Okay. Whew. So, St. Francis de Sales has this great quote, and he says, you know, like, pray half hour every day, but when you're busy – Pray an hour every day. Ooh. Because you think it would be the opposite. You would think yeah. I'm busier, so therefore I'm going to spend less time doing anything that's flexible. Yeah. But he says this because he's like, listen, if you're busier than normal, you're going to need more prayer time. You're going to need that those roots deeper. You're going to need that that – just time with our Lord to fill yes. you up so that you can go and pour in other people. Oh, oh, that is everything. Oh man, you guys, my mind is blown. Oh, it's so true. And we're not too busy. Well, that's the whole thing. It's the very first part of this second section of the book, the first chapter, is called The Solution Isn't More Time. Yes. Because if we had more hours, say if our if our day instead of 24 hours was 30 hours, if adding those six hours, it wouldn't solve the problem. No. It would we would fill it with the same thing. So we have to look at what we're filling our time with. We have to look at that and it's painful. It's very painful to do that, but it is necessary because that's the only way we are going to reclaim our time. Yes. And this just took me and I, I somehow turned to the right page and it's, I promise in my brain, it works. It works with what you just said. And it's the part of the book where it says, somehow you started a business, but ended a marriage. You got your kids to their dream colleges, but never taught them the way of Jesus. You got letters after your name, but learned the hard way that intelligence is not the same as wisdom. You made a lot of money, but never grew rich in the things that matter most, which ironically aren't things at all. Yes. 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 Oh. You guys... And we're, we're all so guilty of it. Mm-hmm. 
gosh, I'm guilty of it every day. Because then the next thing is you watched all 14 seasons of blank. Mm-hmm. But you never learned to love prayer. Gosh, how many times do we watch five too many episodes in a weekend? But you rushed your prayer at night because you were too tired. It's because we so often, like, choose what we think is the easy thing at the, in yes. the moment. Or what we, quote unquote, need to relax. But what really, rela- like, what really is relaxation? What really is, right, when we talk about a Sabbath rest, what really is rest? What really is leisure? And what's rejuvenating to your soul? Right. Is it numbing or is it rejuvenating? These are two very different questions. Right. I just, that's something um, that I've tried to work on a lot for like the past however many years is like the topic of self-care is something that is so popular in the world right now. And it is very materialistic a lot of times. And I think I've said this before, but like, Our self-care needs to be rejuvenating to our soul and it needs to be restful to our soul because that's how you take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're not too busy for that stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So true. I, I want to talk about the lifestyle piece Yeah. before we get too far into this, because this was really it's it's a really important thing to get right and i think you know the author himself when he when that switch flipped in his own head that's when it all clicked for him so like it's going to be good you know if the author yeah. is like look yeah. there you know and he starts off this discussion with talking about okay if the solution is following Jesus and his yoke is easy. My burden is light. That's what he says Mm. in, um, in Matthew. And he starts off by having you read Matthew 11, that, that very famous line about the easy yoke. And he has you read it a couple times really slowly. And I don't know about you, but that really was like, like every time you read it, like there's a different word that gets emphasized. And Mm -hmm. like, that was just like, I mean, I've heard it a million times, but have I really heard it, you know? And have you taken time to hear it? Right. I love that he read it twice. And the second time you go, Oh yeah, you guys, I listened to the book. We've, we've discussed this, but I bought the book too, because now I read along while I listen because I'm 12. Um, but when he reads it, I mean, he reads it slow the first time, but the second time it is, I mean, it took a, it took a while. Wow. It is, it's it's come to me. All you who are weary and burdened. And he goes on and he reads the whole thing and you just sit in it. Who doesn't want to hear those words from God? Mm Mm-hmm. And what's really cool about it is that he goes in and talks about it. He says, you know, who wants to hear when they're weary and burdened 
who wants to hear about how to make it better? Like this, like this is the how to make it better. Who wants to hear that? Someone just wants to hear, oh, I'll take it from you. Here's rest for a moment. Then I'll ask you to pick it back up. And he's like, no, Jesus doesn't do that to you because he, he wants more for you. He wants to be able to show you how to carry the burden Mm -hmm. alongside him so that you don't get weary, so that you can continue, so that it's not a momentary reprieve. It's, I'm going to make this easier forever, right? And if we take both options at face value, we would choose that one. We would choose the one that's like, okay, it might be a little bit harder right now. It won't be total rest right now, but in the long run, it will be so much better. Right. Right? Don't you want that one? And (laughs) I mean, this author is just brilliant. And he's just (laughs) – just, oh, the whole thing about lifestyle. And he's like, if you want the, to experience the life of Jesus, you have to adopt the lifestyle of Jesus. Yes. And he talks about lifestyle and the life, right? He talks about the runner. Did you get that part? Where he's like, okay, I have these neighbors who are like yes. runners. Like they wake up at the crack of dawn, they put on their outfits and they go for hours and then they come back. And he's like, yeah, I always saw them. And I was like, yeah, I'd really like to be a runner. But then he realizes while I'm sipping wine and watching my TV at night, they ate celery for dinner and went to bed at 9 p.m. So I don't really want to be a runner because if I really wanted to be a runner, I would have to have, have the lifestyle of a runner. Yeah. And that's just something I don't want to have. You know, he's being yeah. honest. So it's that same type of thing. We can't get the life of Jesus. We can't get what he's promising us. You know, when he says, right. I am the way, the truth, and the life, we better believe it. Right. And if that's what we want... We have to become like him. Yeah. And I really like how he worded it about becoming an apprentice mm-hmm. of Jesus. And th- I mean, that's something I did in my career is I had to be an apprentice to a cosmetologist to learn how it worked and to learn what you do and how you talk and all of these things. And that's what we're supposed to do with God, mm-hmm. you know? And then he talks about how when you read, like, an autobiography on a person, you're reading it because you want to learn about them because you probably want to pick something up that they did or you want to make sure that you don't do what they did. But we don't read the Gospels like that for some reason. We don't Mm -hmm. read the Gospels as, okay, this is what I should be striving for or modeling after. Um, we just read it as stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It really does make you stop and think about how you've been consuming even the gospel and truth. Yeah. You know, and mm, I'm going to say something that might ruffle some feathers, but is the only, t- <laughs> don't look so excited. Um, <laughs> is the only time you are hearing those words in the in the gospel or in the Bible at church. 
because that is the bare minimum, ladies and gentlemen. And if that's you, it's okay. God loves you. It's okay. Still. <laughs> but the thing is, is like we wouldn't – right, if we, if we were studying the word on our yeah. own time – in addition to hearing it at mass, if we're reading the gospel in more of a story as one whole story, we might've picked up on that a little bit. Right. You know, so like we probably need to step it up. And one thing that's really, really easy to do is, okay, get a Magnificat subscription or just look it up. There are, the readings for every mass are already compiled and on the internet in many places. Go to yeah. the USCCB website or iBrewery. It's a free app. Um, download it. Read the the readings for the mass you're attending ahead of time. Yeah. Read them a couple times so that you already know what it's going to be said. Because I cannot tell you, I don't know what it is about standing up Okay, I can sit down and listen to the readings, right? The the Old Testament or the New Testament readings. Yes, yes. And the Psalm. But when I stand up for the gospel, I I don't remember a thing when I sit back down. Wild. It's wild. But I, that's why I like, I love reading along in yeah. a Magnificat or something so that I can follow along with my eyes as I'm hearing it because honestly I don't know if it's the act of standing up. Yeah. But somehow I like I sit back down and I'm like, what was that reading about? And I'm like um, paying attention. But right. I'm like I, I don't what know. What did I do here? What it is. Do you I read mine so I have the every sacred Sunday mm-hmm. master. F- fabulous. Fabulous. Because you have the readings. They're all right there. You take it home with you. You have your cute little journal spot. You can highlight, underline all of the things. And as you, however many times you read it before, and then when you hear it at mass, I feel like it really helps me just like truly be present in the mass and Mm -hmm. participate in the mass. Because I firmly believe that that day God is giving you graces to receive a certain message. Mm -hmm. And because you've heard it, I feel like you're able to be more open to it. Just like how we're saying they had us read that that verse from Matthew twice. And the second time, you probably got something different than the first time, right? It's that same thing. You you read it ahead of time and you're like, okay, this is the story. It's what I'm going to hear. And then when you hear it at Mass, you can be like, ooh, that part. That's the part I needed to hear today. That's the part he wanted me to have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I just want to say, okay, there's a, there's two more quotes that I just really need to read to you because they're yep, so yep. good. And this is like him calling us out. So let's just be open to that in our lives. Okay. Yeah. Um, he says, your life is the byproduct of your lifestyle. Did you just turn to that page? It's the yes. thing I was going to read next. <laughs> so I will continue. By life, I mean your experience of the human condition. And by lifestyle, I mean the rhythms and the routines that make up your day-to-day existence, the way you organize your time, the way you spend your money. And then he goes on to say a little bit later, he says, there's a saying in business literature that I love. Every system is perfectly designed to get the results it gets. 
usually this is, you know, like he said, applied to business, but for life, it it is so tangible. And then he goes on later to say, if the results you are getting are lousy, right, whether it's anxiety or depression or high levels of stress or emotional burnout, little to no sense of the presence of God, the inability to focus our mind on the things that make for life, then odds are very good that something about the system that is your life is off kilter. The way you've organized your morning or evening routine, your schedule, your budget, your relationship with your phone, how you manage your resources of time, money, and attention, something is out of whack. I, if you guys could see my book, I have it arrowed, highlighted, all of the things, all of the things. That is exactly what I was going to go to. And um, the, the paragraph where it's, if the results you are getting are lousy and it continues on to say something is out of whack. Um, hi, it's me. That's something like I read and I, I have a feeling to that, yes. right? You have that sinking in your stomach and you're like, I know what Uh-oh. that feels like. Yes. I know when at the end of the day, there's an uneasiness in my spirit and it's because I did not live aligned with my values that day Yeah. or I wasted my time that day and therefore I did not get, you know, the results I needed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so true, man. Man, that was a good one. I don't even know what to say after that. Maybe that's a good place to stop. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe we should talk about, um, <coughs> as I choke on my water. Um, Maybe we can talk about our liveliness list. And you want to know what? I'm very yeah. excited about part three of this book. Same. Because he's going to. He's going to give us step-by-step guide, I hope. I sure hope. I'm reading this alongside you guys. I've been waiting. Like, we're reading this today. I'm like, I'm going to get through part two. I read it twice. I'm just like, let's do that. And then I'm I'm priming myself. Because I know myself. I would be like, ooh, but I want to talk about that because that's like the key to this, right? Right. And then- that would be rude of us to talk about now. Yeah, exactly. So it's, you're welcome, everyone. It's I do it, I do think it's it's ironic because it's a book about eliminating hurry, and I it's it's an easy read. It's a book honestly you could read in a couple days, mm-hmm. but it's not intended to be read in a couple days. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to rush let through it. it. You're so, let it simmer. Mm-hmm. Let it sit. Like. Soak it in. Yeah. Evaluate. And then we'll get to the point where we make a plan. Yeah. All in due time, my friends. Yeah. Very true. Until then, kick back, say a prayer, and hang out with Jesus. (laughs) Amen and good night. (laughs) No, we're going to talk about our liveliness list. Yeah. Kelsey, you are up. I have to pull it up just a sec. Um, okay. Liveliness list. Um, we put up our Christmas lights. I don't remember if I said that last week. Um, but, uh, I thought it was going to take some serious convincing to get Ethan to put up the Christmas lights. Um, he did a fabulous job. Straightest lights I've ever, maybe not that I've ever seen, but they are so straight. 
Um, Ethan is Ethan is so it was. I mean, it's perfect. And I can't say that they're the most straight because, like, my dad is my dad. Mm-hmm. And, and his are probably the straightest. But um, coming home to my Christmas lights on every single night is my favorite thing. Um, um, all of my life, Ethan, Ethan, Danelle has brought me a lot of life this week, apparently, because they all deal with him. My <laughs> husband is fantastic. <laughs> this morning, I woke up in a not so good mood. Um... And Ethan got out of bed and he makes breakfast often, like probably like five out of seven days a week. Homeboy's making me breakfast. And today I was probably not very nice to him when he told me it was time to wake up. And he proceeded to go to the kitchen and made a fantastic breakfast. Like we had scrambled eggs, bacon, we had cinnamon rolls, coffee. Like it was so good. And then we sat down and we did our, um, we've been doing an Advent devotional. Mm -hmm. And so we did that over breakfast. And let me tell you what, that sure did set my day up for a much better outcome. Um, and then I, oh guys, my brain is so done. I need to think of my third one. Can we come back to me? Sure. Okay. What's yours? Um, (laughs) I like you. My brain is just not working today. So it is. Uh, it seems like the whole past week has not existed uh, for some reason yeah. in my brain right now. But I'm just gonna go off the top of my head, um, guys. Cranberry juice and sparkling water. Let's just agree that it's the best. I like to drink it in the summer. It's very refreshing. I also like to drink it in the winter because it's very holiday-ish. You should add a sprig of rosemary. Ooh, that would be very good. I know I know that it's yeah. like a real drink. Like if instead of water, you had vodka, right? Yeah, whatever. But I, that's just not my style. So sparkling water and a splash of real cranberry juice. Not the cranberry juice with apple juice in it and sugar. Like not cranberry cocktail. Like the stuff that you can only drink this much of because it's so strong. That's the stuff you want. It's the good stuff. Okay. Noted. And by good stuff, I don't mean alcohol, just to be clear. Love it. <laughs> um, Love it. That's something that's bringing me life. Um, what else? Mm, living close to my family. It's been – y'all, if you've been following along, this has been a transition. And there's been a lot about the last few months that I – would not care to ever think about again. But, you know, it's kind of, it's a really nice feeling when, you know, they're just like, hey, can I pop over? Or, hey, I'm going to be out your way. Like, let's grab lunch. Like, that is something that I didn't necessarily, um, like, foresee or expect. And so it's been really sweet and just really, like, reminding me that I'm not alone in this life. <laughs> you know, I'm oh, not, you know, my, I've just not lived by family in, for so long that it's, it's really sweet. I love that. So, yeah. Well, that's just my two. We, we both have two. I think that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough. This is us in our in between folks. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> we love it. We're really excited about next week keep coming back you guys you've shown up 
And that does not go unseen. No. And I give Kelsey updates all the time, and it's my favorite thing. I hope you don't – I hope so, you're not bored of them. <laughs> no. No. And I, it's just – it's very cool. You're, like, the little messages on Instagram of, like, I'm listening – and this part I really liked. That's really cool. Yeah. Send us messages or leave us a review. Like we, we would love to read it. It, it's just, it's very cool. I'm really enjoying this. And the fact that so many of you guys have shown up is very humbling and very cool. Yeah. It's pretty great. You guys are the best. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week with part three. And hopefully a heck of a lot more energy. (laughs) Yes. I love Definitely. it. All right. Have a good it. week, everyone. Bye. We're so glad you joined us on this episode of Learning to Flourish podcast. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave us a rate and review.